everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Waffling in Wonderland. Do, do, do. Do, do. <laughs> so we've got another cracker for you today. Um, and actually, probably good to point out, if you are new to this channel, please make sure you are subscribed and do go and check out our first season because you've come in right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you finish watching the rest of this episode. Don't go anywhere just yet. And then go back and check on everything else we've got in store on our channel. That would be awesome. So how are you doing, Sukes? How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. It's a bit drizzly in London, oh, but I feel lovely. good. How are you doing? It's lovely here. Sorry. <laughs> oh, damn it. Of course it is. Ah! Ah, she rolls her eyes at me. Well, anyway, so speaking of actually our first season, we had a couple of great subjects to do with fitness and with food, because we do love our food, don't we, Suki? Yes, we do love food, but we are picky, I've realised. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So with that being said, (laughs) our guest today can delve into that much deeper and a more professional and knowledgeable level than we did, even though it was good fun. So do go check those episodes out, everyone. But um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but today we've kind of got a little bit more in store. So you're probably thinking, what on earth are they talking about? Food, fitness? That's right, people. We've got a nutritionist and a personal fitness trainer we are going to be speaking to today, aren't we, Suki? Oh, yeah. And don't forget that we always have a wonderfully random, a song of the week. And we have the mindful minutes where I recommend a crystal of the week for you to work with. And we always end off with a lovely healing sort of meditation to calm everything down. So I want to introduce you all to my wonderful, wonderful friend, Nora Jane Fitness. Her name is Leonora Harper, actually. Is that correct? (laughs) And she is amazing. Welcome, Nora. Welcome to Bottling. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Before we were recording, we were like, just get ready. (laughs) Because there's a lot of joy. She's like, okay. (laughs) But now she (laughs) realises. I like it. Oh, good. Good. So... I heard that you're having a very busy day. So we are actually very grateful yeah. for you to come on to our podcast. It's quite Pleasure. late for us to record and late yeah. for you. So even mm-hmm. after, what what time did you start work today? Seven. Oh. A.M. Yes, I was setting oh. up equipment. Setting oh up equipment at gosh. seven. And it was raining. Yeah. yeah, it was raining. And I heard thunder rolling and I was like, oh... I don't know if I'm going to be able to do class today. And I was like, I've already made the tea because I always bring like a healthy tea with me. And I was like, I've already made the tea. So I'm going to have to go. Yeah. And we were out at 7.15 and it was, it's been on and off all day. My last class completely drenched. Wow. So yeah, it's given me a deeper appreciation for grit. It's just part of what happens with um, outdoor fitness. So, yeah. 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 That's yeah, crazy. I'm ready for bed now. Ready for bed? <laughs> Not oh just God. yet. I'm so ready for bed, yeah. <laughs> Not See, just yet. Of, We're going to squeeze kind of... the last bit of juice out of her before. Squeeze yeah. <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that puts me off. 
quite frankly, being cold yeah. and soggy. and Because I can imagine there'll be quite a few people oh, on a yeah. Sunday morning. Oh, I that, had quite that, a few. Aha, mm. uh-huh. yeah. I had quite a few cancellations and it was interesting to see the reasons why. And that's a huge thing with that. <laughs> it's a huge thing with fitness. It's like, you can't, like, I've learned that you can't motivate anybody to do something. If the desire is not there, then if the intrinsic desire is not there for them to want to show up, then yeah. whatever you're doing, it's just a temporary sort of fluke. So I don't try to motivate anybody. Mm-hmm. When they're in a session exercising, like, I'll motivate them to continue because they've already showed up and made that effort. Yeah. But I'm not going to try and like force somebody to like, I'm different like that. I'll encourage, mm. which is a little bit different. But I think the motivation, that desire to want to do something irrespective of weather or, you know, your energy levels or how you're feeling emotionally, it's, it's something that has to come from inside. So yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Actually. Yeah, that's fair. That, yeah, I you're agree a fair that. coach. I think you have to look at it holistically. It's beyond that one session. It's behaviors outside of that session Mm. and if you're having to motivate them to come Mm. to that session then what's happening with the rest of your fitness plan the rest of the week the rest of eating sleeping stress all of that stuff it's not gonna happen so I will always be there for my clients and I will always encourage them to do something to show up and I won't make it easy for them to quit but I can't motivate somebody to show up and do what they need to do for themselves I, I think I look at it a little bit differently no I quite like that I quite like yeah. that I do I quite like that <laughs> I think that's yeah it's like what you said Suki it's fair it's fair so Nora tell us a bit about who you are where you're from and what you do <laughs> I always find that the hardest question to answer when people are like you know when you go to an interview and they're like tell us a little bit about who you are and I'm like who am I <laughs> I want to know everything uh, such <laughs> a hard question <laughs> Okay, I'll start with the basics. So I'm um, born and raised in Trinidad and Tobago in the yes. West Indies. So I <laughs> yearn deeply to go back there every day. Like the weather oh, is beautiful. No. The food yes. is... You know what I miss the most? It's, it's hearing like the chickens, so the, the roosters in the morning. That is the sound I miss the most. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah really? I just think it's a... It just, oh, it's just the most beautiful sound to me. Like hearing the rooster in the morning. Like it's because it's just such like it just owns the world. Like nobody can stop it. Nobody can quiet it. It just it shows up and it's just like very true. And did you know I actually found out a really weird fact about that? (laughs) (laughs) So this isn't part of our wonderfully random. Don't get excited, people. You got away. Um, (laughs) But I've heard that uh, roosters are like born with their own earplugs. So that's why they crow so loud. Is so they don't deafen themselves. That is a random fact. But why do they need to crow? Why do they need to crow so loud so early in the morning anyway? Like, what's the point? The nature's natural alarm clocks, though. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I used to hear. I used whenever I go back to Trinidad, I used to stay at my aunt's house, Auntie Lustra, and the room that I slept in, which was my cousin Evie's room, who's like a sister, best friend, cousin to me. I love her so much. And I used to look out the window onto the mountains. And you would hear the rooster and you'd see the sun rising in the morning. It was just, it's just a magical time. It's just magic. I don't think anything, nothing could replace that. That sounds good. It yeah, does. it's just home. Yeah. I've never but actually lo- been. I've never been. My cousin mm. has, but I, I've, I've actually never been because my heritage is actually from Trinidad and Tobago. My great grandfather so cool. is from there. So, so that's why it was cool. so amazing when <laughs> she mentioned it. Very, I met, I met yeah. Nora just a few couple of days ago and she mentioned, I was like, what? 
Say what? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I've known like, Africans, I've known Jamaicans, I've never met a fellow Trinidadian. Trinidadian. Really? And I'm like, wow, yeah. you have to go. <laughs> <laughs> My mum was so go. excited, I can't tell you. <laughs> She's like, oh, there's Ooh. another one. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Sophie was telling me the other day, I can't wait to tell Nora where my granddad's from. I was like, yeah. It's so funny. You've got to go. Like, go to Tobago. I think Tobago is just, like, the actual, yeah. of, like, relaxation. Like, you step off the plane and, like, everything just goes, like... Like, you can just breathe. Oh, wow. It's just... It's idyllic. It's, it's gorgeous. And I'm not saying it because I'm from that country. <laughs> Bit biased, <laughs> yeah. But, well, I mean... But no, it's I'm just... Joking. It's just... I don't know. Like, you know, they have... They don't... You're not going with... You know, England is great. America is great. But we're so... We're so fast-paced, you know? Like, everything is like you're going 110 miles an hour. You don't mm-hmm. stop. You're not encouraged to stop. Like, you know, the more you can do, the more you can go. It's like you're glorified. But back home, it's... I think life is just... It's slow. It's like... Yeah. You're relaxed. Like, they're like, what is the rush? And that's yes. what... I think that's what I miss the most, you know? It's just being able to slow down and breathe and not feel like you're constantly chasing that next thing. Yeah. I think that's why so many of us are, like, frazzled, you know? Mm. Help, right yeah yeah so from there i moved to america i spent another 11 years there um grew up <gasps> in Connecticut. yeah very cold in winter time and we had a long driveway so my mother would make us uh, from four so my i'm the second of four um <laughs> and we would have to shovel this very long driveway I'd be frozen. <laughs> I can frozen sense it was the bane of your yeah. life. <laughs> so, yeah, like, you know, we have rain in England. It's like we have snow in Connecticut in wintertime. Like, it's just, it's a lot of snow. Yeah. Um, so I do miss that as well. I do miss my mom's house. Um, mm. And then I came to England to study. Did my first master's in Loughborough. Um, then I had Vivi. And then I did my second master's. And here I am now. Yeah. So she's been with me yeah. through two two master's degrees, and that's why people say, oh, well, you know, I have kids, so I can't study. And I'm like, I did my first, I finished my first when she was, you know, I, I took her to nursery the first day of her eighth week. And I was back and forth breastfeeding every hour, four days a week. Wow. So there's no, like, yeah, you what? can do it. Like, yeah, when you want something bad, and that's why I say you can't motivate somebody to do something. Like, when you want it bad enough, like, nothing will stop. I wanted it. Nothing stopped me. She was there with me four days a week, back and forth to the nursery, sitting down there, breastfeeding, going back to the library, breastfeeding, because she was exclusively breastfed and she was still like really young. So, and then she did my second master's with me um, when she was, I finished it when she was seven, finished when she was seven. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. (sighs) I've lost the words. Yeah. I think that's an important thing to say. Ah, Well... And, you know, I don't like to talk about the fact that, like, I'm single, but I did it, like, on my own. And I think it's really important for people to know that because people think, oh, well, mm. kids stop li- kids stop your life. And I think with Vivi, she's given me more reason to not sit and just wait for life to pass by until she's old enough for me to pursue what I want. I think when we pursue what we're called to do, then you show up in a greater sense to be able to serve your children better. Ugh. Yes. So that's, you know, that's the thing. So that's why, like, I had to say that because, like, I feel people just, you almost sort of, like, sabotage your own greatness by using your children as an excuse for you not chasing after 
what you're supposed mm. to do because it's difficult it's not easy mm. you know none of it was easy um but when they see you chasing after your dreams and your goals and they see you pursuing irrespective of how difficult it is mm. it lends more truth and you're more authentic when you say to them you follow your dreams and something is difficult don't give up if you want something go after it because they can say well okay mommy did it so I couldn't as well. Yes. I know what to do. I know oh, how yeah. to navigate that. Oh, so yeah. that's, yeah, I think that's my gold nugget, golden nugget for today. Like, go after oh what you want. My God. Oh, I to- my totally agree with it. My, I'm from mm. um, a single parent home. My mum raised me on her own. And mm. that's why I have the work ethic and drive I have is because mm. of Same. seeing my mum do what she does. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> like, I think exactly the same. Too. Yeah. My yeah. mum worked really hard. Yeah, yeah, and it's no shame in that. It's incredible. It's It's incredible. I came out all right. (laughs) (laughs) And and that question, when Sophie Sophie asked that question, "Who are you?" For me, I'm like, well, I don't even know who I am. I can be anything at any point (laughs) in time. (laughs) So let's get into a little bit more of the fitness and nutrition side of things now, because we'd love, because I'm quite fascinated actually to talk to you about this, because I love my food and I know I need to move a bit more. But where was like your inspiration with getting into fitness and nutrition? Where did that come from? Well, Mm. <laughs> so I I always I always used to be so my earliest memory was when there was a school called Philip Street in Trinidad and um mm-hmm. I don't remember her teacher but she was um caramel colored white gray hair pulled back into a French button and very kind very kind face and she always leaned over me with that like motherly sort of like you know oh I got you right that's how I remember her. I don't remember her name at all. And oh. every every sort of every time I was there, they would have the children sort of like running races. And I never participated. This was when I was like maybe four or five, like preschool. Um, mm. and then one day I remember running and I just felt like I had wings. I just I was flying. And she was so proud. And I just felt like, okay, this 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 feels free. This feels like freedom. This feels like me. Mm. And then I went to um Bishop Sancy Junior School. It's my primary school. Um, and I was really good in sports. Like, really, really. There were two other girls. One was Nicola and one was Sonda. And they were the only two girls that gave me competition. But I was faster than some of the boys. And, I, you know, my earliest memories are playing boys catch the girls in the forecourt. Uh-huh. Um, and getting beaten because I was so fast, I ripped a boy's shirt and the boys all ganged up on me. <laughs> oh, my God. So <laughs> oh, I love it. They were so, they were so and I got but I got beaten by my favorite teacher, Mrs. Walters. I never forgave her for that. I was so angry. <laughs> and then um and then I moved to so my dad would always say to me, he's like, Lenora, he goes, one day you're going to be so you're going to be very annoyed with yourself because you've got all these cuts up and down your leg. Because I used to run up and down the hill because we lived on a hill with 99 steps in Trinidad. Oh, wow. Up and down, up and down, up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 99 steps. I was up and down Ooh. them all the time. I didn't care about like scratches. So then I had a lot of marks on my legs. And so when I moved to America, I didn't run for the first two, I think freshman year I didn't run because I was just very conscious of that. And that's another thing, like if, you know, like young girls are listening, like you, people don't look at things that you think they're looking at. Nobody was looking at my legs, like my legs, like nobody was. I was so like, oh my God, my legs. And nobody cared. Um. <laughs> so I missed a whole year out of running. And then sophomore year, I started, I was really good. Breaking records, really good. And my desire to be an Olympian mm. happened. 
And I just trained for the Olympics. In my mind, I was training for the Olympics. Marion Jones was my oh, idol wow. at the time. Um, before like the whole scandal happened. Mm. Um, <laughs> and my coaches were, yeah, it was sad. It was so sad because I really loved her. Yeah. And then my coaches were like lacrosse and like tennis field hockey coaches. They didn't really know what they were doing. Um <laughs> at all <laughs> so my mom got me some like you know those massive i think i have some of them the massive exercise physiology books and the strength and conditioning books ah. i trained myself so i trained at practice and then come home and train train myself and it was really difficult because i kept getting injured like when i went to university and my coach never saw my dream and it was super frustrating because when you're injured as an athlete that's it you, you go to the sidelines you've got like they forget you so i remember having to go ah. to the pool and like you know my hair right at the time it was relaxed which it doesn't do well in chlorine no. so having to swim oh god like that was a whole like i tried like i was in the pool you know active recovery pool training mm. fixing my hair studying trying to get back into like um you know a strong enough position to compete but i never peaked because i was never strong enough physically in terms of after my injury i had a hairline structure fracture and that like mm. even when i was running like a couple of weeks ago i felt i was like oh god this thing like has never like healed properly mm. so anyways so then i came to england my cousin sly was like nora um you know there's this this thing with um what was it uk sports you should try you should try out for it and i was like what's what is that and it was this initiative girls for gold to get girls who had girls or young women who had um sporting talent um significant enough to earn britain a medal to go through this like uh transfer of sports oh. platform thing. So I went I went for it and um <clears throat> I ended up going all the way to Bath. So the current um Yizzy, Lizzie Arnold, who's I think she's got like a fair few gold medals for England in Bob Skeleton. Oh. I went on the same path. I competed with her and I went on the same thing. And oh. did the skeleton oh. you chucked yourself down an icy tunnel head first or fit is oh, it feet first? My, yeah. Mm head first and you're like you can stick your tongue out and touch the track you've got literally like your helmet and then they gave us like oh, uh, cut out pieces of like mattress pad on your shoulder <laughs> i think that's the badass yeah. sport in all the world that is yeah, like how fast do you go down that mm, tube i my miles per hour i don't know like we were too speed like if i let go that was me done that was my like i saw my life in front of my eyes i was like if you let go you are finished <laughs> you are you finished train for that yeah. anyway <laughs> Well, put you through rigorous testing. It's not like you think you have the, you know, you can't just rock up and say, oh, I want to go to the Olympics. Like they test the life out of you and you've, you've got to come back with those results for them to say this, 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 yes, no. And that's it. Right. They don't, you don't argue with the science. Right. You know, God always has, God's spirit source always has a way of protecting you. So I didn't mm -hmm. make it for skeleton, but there was another girl named Victoria. Um, she got through and then she called me a few times to tell me, okay, go through for Bob's sleigh. So I was then training. I found a fantastic coach in Loughborough. His name is Rich. Rich mm -hmm. doesn't talk to me anymore because he was so mad. <laughs> and he trained me for a long time. And then I was like, I was in peak shape. I was in such wow. good shape. I found I was pregnant. I found I was pregnant. And like, he couldn't even look at me. He could not even look at me. He was so like, he was devastated. Because like, oh, no. yeah, because you know, it was motherhood. So Vivi has the genes now in her. But... <gasps> Yeah, she's like, mommy, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, Vivi, please. She's like, mommy, I'm not doing that. You I don't want to go so to the Olympics. Amazing. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to go to the Olympics. <clears throat> oh, dear. But you know what? I could have I done it. Like, motherhood didn't have to stop me. Like, I could have done true, it. But true. for me, I, 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 I looked at it and I was like, do I want to now put myself 
and risk of potentially dying and leaving my child wow. motherless because of wow. a dream that I have. Right, right, right. Yeah, that 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 trap, that ice, it just wasn't happening. So, <laughs> um, so I studied. I finished my masters. So I went back and I finished my masters because uh, I took a break because my thesis involved like a lot of lab work testing cyclists and they didn't want me to obviously go into labor in the lab <laughs> all right yeah so, fair play. <laughs> this, is, this is good but this is god again because like that was such a difficult project then after that i took a break oh no i went back to work took a break reevaluated life i was like what do i want to do because i'm an attachment parenting mom breastfeed co-sleep all of that stuff right right and that's where i had to sort of find myself life became really interesting what am i called here to do what are my passions? What can I do when I'm not putting my daughter at risk of me not being there? Because I'm, you know, like that's the kind of mother I am. I don't feel like our dream mm. should put children, um, you know, like you've, you've made the choice to help them, then make sure that their life is as comfortable as, as, as possible. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't do exercise physiology because all of the jobs are like weekends and evenings. And that was like a no for me. So I did corporate for a while, dibble dabble out of PT. Um, and I was like, God, like, what do I do here? Mm. And, um, I prayed a lot and I had this big willow tree in front of me and like, God gave me so much direction, like God spirits was, I got a lot of direction and I was like, okay, I need to study again. Mm. Education opens doors hundred percent. And mm. I was like, okay, I'm going to be a physiotherapist. Did not get into one university for physiotherapy. It's like, okay, mm. let's try strength and conditioning. I got a partial scholarship to one university university in Sheffield, but that was like far away from oh, everybody. Very like, okay, far. Let's try very again. Far Too far. And then I tried again. I was like, okay, nutrition. And I had this preconceived notion that like nutrition was just like so easy and like, you know, why study nutrition? Far from it. Anyway, oh, yeah. so I applied to 10, got into nine out of 10 um, with a full scholarship. And I was like, okay, this is what I'm meant to do. Full and scholarship. then the doors just Ooh. full scholarship doors kept opening up. I got a job. Vivi came with me to the interview. Um, same day, same thing. And then oh her school, my job, the university, everything just one straight line driving. Just flowed. And being wow. brave enough to go after that, knowing that I wouldn't always have anybody with me and being prepared to do that on my own with Vivi mm. and understanding that once I started, I couldn't stop. Right. So that took a long time and I so I worked, I finished my masters and then lockdown happened and then it was like okay, like life was like start your own stuff. Wow. So here we are. That's the and story. then lockdown happened. Ah! We connected <laughs> through a mutual yeah. friend. Thank and God. we yeah, really just started we we did zoom we did instagram lives yeah. we shared our knowledge yeah, with people <laughs> like we really wanted to support yeah. people and ourselves through such a huge uncertain Lockdown, yeah. point in our life and it was such an yeah. honor to meet you and to connect with you and i didn't even know oh, your so backstory sweet. so thank you so much oh, for sharing that you oh are gosh. the most incredible i love it all. it's so cool well done oh, no, that was wow. sick thank you very much for sharing thank you wow well, what welcome. is like i suppose what is that like the most important like um thing considering nutrition then what's like the top thing you normally talk about what people normally come to mm. you for there you go that's a better way of saying it <laughs> tend to attract people who have like a lot of trauma a lot of like something bad has happened to them right. like either like a traumatic birth or like there's some sort of abuse or some something is just mm. not right and so my my approach is it's it, nutrition is really different um i 
Don't touch nutrition first. Why, why, why did you mm. say that? Why don't you go to nutrition first? That's interesting. Because I don't think it's the right way to do it. I think that, uh, okay, so like if, it's like if we, we all know that you have to eat properly mm. and exercise and sleep properly and rest um, and take care of like your emotions and all of that jazz, mm. we don't do it. Why not? We all, I'm not going to tell you anything new about food and behave and exercise that you don't already know. Like, I, I won't. Um, oh, we that's already so know. interesting. And a lot of the women that I, that, I, that I get in my group, not so much the men, but mostly the women are at some sort of a, of a pivotal point where they're like, I need help. But I don't know how. So I think fitness is going to help. Oh, but as right. far as because a lot of people go to PT first, right? Or a group mm-hmm. exercise class. Or they might try slimming roller weight watches, but usually it's like the fitness thing first. Um and mm. I I always say, like, try to find out what's happening with you. So my consultation form is like 20 pages. Like I I I do a deep dive, right? To figure everything out. Your sex life, how you're having sex, like hormones. Oh. Are you happy? Do you know yourself? Like all of that stuff, because then you can get a true picture of what's happening and how they connect to food. You, you walk into the grocery store, it's laid out there. Walk in first, choose the best stuff, first, the fruits, the vegetables. Yes, yes <laughs> it's right it's there. True. It's right there. But they Fill always that face. But you know you always put zoom, zoom, zoom. like the, the addictive sugary foods right at the counter. So it's like, oh yeah, I'm getting all my broccoli yeah, and stuff, that, and yeah. then it's like, oh, but the. As I've got this as a treat, I might as well have this as well. But then, you see what you just said? I did a video on that as a treat. Like, so like, that's a whole, like, so you know when they're saying, because I do like treats. Treat, I like treats. Well, what is a treat? Would you classify a mango or a pineapple as a treat? No. You'll classify like red velvet cake or pizza yeah. or fried chicken. Yeah. That's a treat. Yeah. But when you look at what that's doing to your system, it's not a treat to your body. And so for me, like it's, but then like, this is the thing with women, right? They're mm. like, oh, I had a treat today. I was so naughty. How can you be naughty for having a treat? Yes. That is the mind. That's the, that's it's the mind. I don't want to use a bad word, but that's the mind jam. Yes. And so what they do is they feel really that's bad mad. about food. It's true. And then you feel really bad because you've had a treat and you feel really naughty. And then think about the conversation that you have with yourself. Like, oh, I can't do anything. Like, I'm not good enough. Like, I can't even stick to it. Like, I'm fat and useless. I might as well just not try. And it's a whole cycle you can't get out of because then you're also fighting the additives in the food as well. We did a talk about food and Mm. digestion and digestion can relate to trauma or, or stress. And I, mm-hmm. I know when I'm watching something and it really panics me, I go, oh, I've yeah. got cheese in the fridge or I've got, like, I think of food and I catch myself mm. in third person going, oh, my gosh, I wasn't hungry a minute ago, but all of a sudden I've got mm. that in the cupboard or I've got this in the cupboard. So I don't keep anything like that yeah. in the Food's cupboard. Because so I would yeah. devour the whole lot. <laughs> yeah. But it's so... so yeah, yeah, but you see, that's the thing. I like, don't have it in the house. And, and food suits. So I think until... You can teach a woman how to self-soothe without using food. What is the point of going, what is the point of saying, go have a, a salad or make a juice? This is wasting time and it's frustrating mm-hmm. her. So for me, it's, it is because mm-hmm. then she'll feel like she'll fail. You know, she might have a shitty day and then, you know, want to go to food. But, you know, Nora says, go have a green drink. And she's part of the other part of her is like, you don't want to have a green drink. What's that going to do for you? Have the green drink. Next day you show up to PT. Did you have your green drink? No. <laughs> <laughs> they feel rubbish. <laughs> so for me, it's about getting her to connect to herself. Mm-hmm. 
um, when she is ready. Mm. Some people are not ready. I have clients mm. right now who are not ready, and I'm just like, mm, I don't think we need to start yet. They're not. You have to be ready to do it. Um, wow. And then when she's understanding herself and how to connect to herself, how to remove things that are stressing her out, how to have a vision for her life, because many of us don't as moms, how to set herself up to, 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 to thrive, what is thriving looking like for her, what is her life... All of that has to become in all of that has to come into place first before you touch food. You have it's like you have to have the foundation yes. of the house set before you put everything else. Yeah, when course. I work yeah. out, I my muscle can build quite quickly, but the fat <laughs> remains. Ah. So it's kind of having to keep ah. consistent because you've got, oh, no. you've got you've, <laughs> you build up your muscle, right? But the fat that's on top of it, you just grow. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mm. No? Okay, maybe it's just me then. I don't know. Maybe I'm an enigma. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Suki, oh, I, when you come to my classes, we can sort that out. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, gosh. There yeah, you go. I love, like she's oh, like, oh. oh, yeah. That's peaked her <laughs> yeah, interest. Okay. Okay. I've already done some of your classes so, and they're excellent. I like doing uh, activities to be motivated to so like skiing, surfing. I'm all over it. I'll be out every day. Uh, okay. I'll be doing it where I find mm. it. I just, I don't know. But I suppose yeah. actually, I think working with you would be better because you're outdoors. Whereas I'm thinking That's more like thing, being yeah. indoors, talking with somebody. That I couldn't, uh, four walls. I find that really hard. That's the thing, right? Exercises, I think like we've, like we've, we've, um, sort of boxed fitness into hits or Tabatha or Zumba, you know? Oh, yeah. But, exercise and being physically fit it's so much more than that and that's why i say to people go and find what you like to do so for me it's like sitting down like doing some research on like different types of activities like adventure sports or whatever it is and then saying okay i'll give that a go and i'll try that like having a month of different activities to try that's motivating you'd be like okay today i'm going to try this it's exciting as well isn't it yeah but it's also going back to that who am i let's experience all these different things it's interesting, like with you were saying about like the nutrition that you, you like to wait and see like what happens with your client. What is your opinion then on like diets and things? Don't do them. Yeah, because like there's so, <laughs> there's so many stuff. Like yeah. I've, I remember when I was younger, I heard of like the lemonade diet and like there's the juice yeah. diet. There's, yeah. there's so many. And yeah, lemonade. It's a fad. It's an industry. Yeah. Crazy. Is it the Beyonce one with the lemonade and maple syrup and cayenne pepper? Oh, maybe. Oh, that does sound Was familiar. A... Yeah. I don't do diets. Like, the research on that is, like, it's so strong. Um, you know, people don't stick with it a year after you gain back. The yeah, that's that always the thing that I thought. Because you do all that hard yeah. work of, of denying. Like you said, don't deny yourself. Always kind of, mm. it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and enjoy yourself mm. in that whole entirety mm. of it. So I'd imagine then when you go on that really strict diet, you doesn't work. Like you're restricting you yourself. Back. It goes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think diets are like against the human human nature. Like nobody likes to be t- like. <clears throat> excuse me. Like think about a child, right? You tell them no. You know that marshmallow thing on what is it? TikTok has it. Yeah. Right. You tell a child, don't have that. Wait. Yeah, and it's they the same leave thing the room. Yeah. Yeah. And they take it. It's the same thing with a diet. Like, don't have it. Wait until you lose the weight. Like, it doesn't make any. And yeah. diets are like, it's a whole, it's a like, what, billion, trillion it's dollar like, pound industry. It's like saying, 
Don't look over there. Everyone looks over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't think of like the pink uh, elephant. Like you see a pink oh, elephant. Yeah. So for me, see, I I don't know. I I'm not a dive. I person. want to see I, it. I think, Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think the only place where a diet like would have have a have a place is like if you're dealing with like a medical condition, for example. Okay, diets absolutely have a place, but for quote unquote trying to like as in no medical conditions, right? Trying to lose weight, I don't think you need to diet. I think you need to like have a mindful, really mindful, open relationship with food. If you want a piece of fried chicken, have a piece of fried chicken. You know, figure out one: do I need to have the fried chicken? Like two: am I on my period? Am I craving things? If you're supplementing and your your minerals and your vitamins are all you know mm-hmm. balanced, uh-huh. and you feel like having a piece of fried chicken for dinner, have the fried chicken. And like, guess what? You're not going to want fried chicken for the rest of the month. If you want a slice of cake, like my client said to me the other day, like I'm I'm resisting this slice of cake. I said, don't resist. Have a small slice, move on with the rest of your life because yes. that that desire. That's that it, desire, you think about it and see? it stays there yes. and then that's all you actually then, think about. <laughs> and then you go and you don't have the slice, you finish half the cake because you're like, bloody hell, like I, nobody can tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, There's no cake, damn it. <laughs> so I don't... Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. So I just say, have like have a little bit of everything, but be aware, like when you're eating that cake and that fried chicken, there's nothing is off limits, right? But when you're eating it or having a glass of wine, think about, okay, is this helping me to accomplish my goals or is this taking me further away from my goals? And if you're happy with the answer that you answer for each each one, that decision is up to you. So it's relation, are you creating more work for yourself in the end? So, um, you know yeah, I don't... You know it. what you're doing there? You're bringing, huh? you're, you're bringing your attention from outside of your body back to self. Definitely. Because every time when we bring ourselves back to self... We, we're witnessing in third person these cravings. And what, what I feel is the reason why we want to get something from the external world, the person and the relationship, this, that, the food, the cake, it's, it's <laughs> like filling a void. Like, again, what you said, work within the shadow aspects of ourselves. Mm, yeah, yeah. Be real with that and raw and go, you know and what? And it's hard, yeah. It's hard, yeah. but it, 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 mm. when, you ha- when you do it, you start to make shifts energetically as well. And that helps. Oh, yeah. me chills. Because like, I have stuff to work through and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> we all have this stuff. Yeah. It's continuous. It. Yeah. If I have a client and she has had a really bad night, hasn't slept very well, feels stressed, out um has eaten rubbish <laughs> yeah and rocks up to training and she's like Nora I feel like hell now you've got to think about like the hormonal response that's happening in her body she's in yeah. stress stress state mm-hmm. fight or flight I'm not going to make her go do a workout that isn't in line with what her body needs so before we even start training guess what we do we're talking we are talking like most of my sessions we start 15 20 25 minutes they're just talking and that's a whole other thing with personal training that i think they're going to recognize it's a lot of psychological stuff happening like you become in a way like a therapist like you they off i don't want to say therapist because it's like not doing justice to like therapists but you are in a form like they're offloading so much and they're like asking you for guidance obviously like i refer on and i say like you need to like i strongly recommend all of my clients get some sort of talk therapy because i do it like we all need it um but i feel like in order to serve a client best or well at all it has got to be the holistic thing and then like nutritionally going back to what you spoke about um sophie 
I I really believe in mostly plant-based, organic, whole foods. I, I love, you know, mucking up concoctions like jamu was my last thing. I'm always fermenting uh. something. And, and then that has its place. So even though I say like have your fried chicken or have your slice of cake, that's within the whole bigger picture of everything else that you're eating. It's just like, you know, bombarding your body with nutrients. Right, so when you right. just get that little blip out of the way, it's it's nothing because you're 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 nourishing yourself so much. So I think if if personal training and fitness in general is approached in the right way, like think about it, right? When you're exercising or you're shutting, what does your body do? It goes, ah, oh, or you go, ah, you're releasing. And that's emotions as well. Wow. And so people want to open up because you've started mm-hmm. that process. Oh, wow. It's a physical release. It's a physical mm-hmm. release. And I'm yes, like, okay, your body is. just need it. Right. Yeah. Has to be, it has to be holistic. It cannot just be like, let me make you do that's like, That's just you know, mad. Push-ups. I don't think anybody, like, I'm, this is maybe my own opinion. I don't know. But I think that's crazy. Like you go to a fitness trainer and then so much other stuff gets unearthed. And that actually yes. contributes yes. to the training, contributes to your mental health, which then contributes even more to your training. And that's, I'm just, yes. I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm being totally yes. serious. I did not know that. And if anybody of you yeah. back home know that, let us know in the comments because I didn't know that. And that's awesome. It's all connected. That's so cool. It's just so much more than, oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, I want to tone this up. Oh, I want my my beach bikini bod. And it's like, that's amazing. Now, see, right? (laughs) Now I would train for that. That I would train for. Bikini body, nah. But that, yeah, all right. Okay, I'm there. Yeah. Transform my life, please, Yeah, Sign me up. Exactly. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Now it that's training. Yeah. 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 I think I think that's how it should be. I think that's how it should be. But it's like you yeah. come and you feel oh. like you you you've exercised, like you've offloaded, you've connected, you've mm. released. It's more than my sessions are hard, like they're proper hard, but like it's more than that. How like, rewarding is it you're though? Back so to yourself. rewarding. Yes. Yes. Mm. Oh mm. now that's what Nora. I call a treat. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call a treat, everyone. Ah! I love it. Oh, that's good. That's so good. Thank you so You're much welcome. for sharing. Yeah, thank you. I'm You're welcome. So thank grateful you. to have you here and to share your story and your purpose. You found yes. your purpose. And that motivates I you and so. to help others. So, Nora, how can yes. our viewers find you? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my website is www.norajanefit.com. Um, my Instagram is norajanefit1, and my Facebook is norajanefit. And I've got a group called the norajanefit holistic wellness, um, I think holistic wellness community, something like that. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, I've got a few. That's nice. <laughs> so where you can find me, norajanefit. Yeah, well, we'll have all um, yeah. all of Nora's links in the description, anyway. So, so, yes, time for Wonderfully Random. Yes, play. What is it this week? Wonderfully Random. <laughs> so, this week, now this is interesting, right? Now, again, I don't know how I find these things, but I'm just really glad I do. Um, <laughs> so, right, do any of you two, so for instance, okay, let's uh, warm into this, do either of you use dating apps okay. i did you did, I did. yeah 
actually. Thank so you do. All right. Thanks, well, yeah. then I've got a Started bit of hope. yesterday, actually. Oh, there you go. There we yeah. go, everybody. And everybody listening and watching at home, this goes out to you too. If you are, and maybe you're thinking it's a bit of a pain or it's not really working or the people you're finding are a bit, you know. Well, I've got hope for you because what I found out is so interesting, right? So on a, I'm going to set the scene here now. Okay. Okay. So you ready? On a lonely December night at Antarctica's McMurdo Station. <laughs> okay, we're in the ambiance a little bit. Um, <laughs> an American scientist conducting research there decided to log on to the app Tinder. Apparently, he did it just for fun. And after expanding his radius on the app, because now you can expand it, can't you, to find a bit more. And I was imagining Antarctica. <laughs> there ain't anybody there. So Yeah, how many people were in so it's kind of interesting. Yeah, he did it for what fun. But I don't really... Anyway, well, anyway. Why <laughs> 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 I actually found this article this from The amazing. New Yorker. So this is legit. This isn't some weird, like, Yahoo stuff. <laughs> this is legit. So... He found, whilst expanding his app, his radius, right, he found another researcher working at a deep field camp 45-minute helicopter ride away from the base station. I know. <laughs> I know. It's getting juicy, isn't it? Here comes the tea. He liked her profile. <laughs> he liked her profile. By swiping right, like you do, okay? And a few <laughs> moments later, the mystery woman matched with him. <laughs> she matched him. Right? Well, to be fair, like, there's nobody else. So, so she... So <laughs> I'm getting like, she matched, but yeah, well, who else is it? A penguin? Like... <laughs> oh How long after he swiped right like, did moments, she match with him? Moments. Like, moments later. So is there nothing to do in Antarctica than to, to have fun on Tinder. Oh, well, two people. I love you just said like, that. Yeah. I love you just said like that Tinder. because this scientist then says he's asked not to be named out of the concern that the government would revoke his internet privileges if anyone found out he was using the broadband for a hookup. Oh my gosh, poor thing. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> poor thing. So anyway, so we're getting into it now, right? So Oh wow. Tinder okay. statistics, they don't normally like have like radius setups and stuff and like monitoring <laughs> anything like that. But they've realized because this is so unusual that this is actually like the first match on the continent that they've had in like a year. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like oh my God. <laughs> So after a few weeks that they matched and they were chatting a little bit, they emailed a few times. And because obviously they're like 45 minute helicopter ride away. They're miles away from each other. Right. So they finally met. But she was leaving Antarctica the next day. So they only got to meet once. And apparently he was hoping like hopefully she'll come back uh, at the end of the summer and hope that their research kind of overlaps so that she was meant to be heading back out Ooh. there. But that was back in 2014. And unfortunately, I didn't find a follow-up article. So <sighs> still pretty epic. You told me you find, I'd find hope. 
I know. This is a sad, tragic story. But no, because they did meet. <laughs> it's not they didn't meet. They did. Just for a day. It's very romantic. Someone should make a film out of it. <laughs> then they meet on the Do top of the Empire State Building and after like five years or something, I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you never know. It could be in the news tomorrow. Exactly. No, so last, to be continued, sort of everybody. Things. To be continued. Oh, yeah. I'm going to find it. If anyone else knows about the oh, yeah. news of this couple, yes. please do Let us tell know. us. Not that we'll know I'd his name know. because he's he's hidden it. <laughs> there you go. I've given you another. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. I've got to do song it. of the week now, so. Oh, yeah, I've got to do song of the week. <laughs> okay, so this week's song of the week, seeing as it's all about being uplifting and connecting, and I can't believe, actually, even with this conversation, it's it's linked up even more to be so appropriate um, for our conversation. So I'm, I'm like, yes, this is working. I love it. So this week's song of the week is... <laughs> By Kygo and Whitney Houston, mm. Higher Love. <laughs> yes! I got chills. Yeah, mm. that is this week's song. That's kind of nice. Bring me That's a higher nice. love, my love, bring that higher love is what I'm thinking of. Uh, 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 uh. Bring me higher love. There you go, everyone. <laughs> song there, oh. Nora. <laughs> yes! I did not know you could sing like that. Oh. I love it. That's amazing. Thank you. So cool. She's, oh, she is welcome. incredible. Thank you very much. Magic woman. <laughs> yeah, wow. Thank <laughs> everybody. We'll have some mindful minutes now, so. So, Crystal of the Week. Oh. Now, again, with your song, yeah. it's, I, I just intuitively pick Oh. Every every week. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got three stones, but they're they're very sim they're 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 the same uh stone, but there's three sort of different looks of this stone. It's oh. called leopard skin or jaguar mm. jasper. Oh so I'm gonna show you girls first. Oh I like that. That's, That's beautiful. Got, like leopard, isn't it? You've got like that's spots. that's real. Yeah, it's real. And then you've got one like this. That's beautiful, isn't it? Looks like an Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> one that you don't it eat, is. everyone. <laughs> Do not eat these. Do not eat this. And this one. Oh, that's so pretty. Cool. I like it? the first one. Yeah. Can I see the first one again? Oh, you want to see the first Please. one? There you go, guys. Hang on. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> right, so I'll show you that one, and then I'll show you that. You like that one, Nora? Yeah, that's, that's very so pretty, cool. isn't it? That one. Yeah, and that incredible. Yeah, absolutely okay. Incredible. So, um, leopard skin or jaguar jasper. Oh, 
So um, it's also called orbicular, which means circles, you know, circular pattern. Right, right. Um, it's for trans- transformation. Mm. Mm. Transforming yourself and um, helping you to go into the shadow aspect of yourself to really allow yourself to be in your own strength and your own uh, sovereign being to accept yourself on a different, on a really deep level. Wow. Self worth, self esteem, self respect, self love. It helps to release unproductive thoughts and behaviors. So if you want to grab that cake, it will help you to to work through that. What's what's what is that need to have that external thing that wow. you so really crave? Wow. Um, so it will help to shift that energy so that you can transform and and help with your workouts or with your diet or with whatever in your in life that you feel like you're just stuck in a rut or you're stuck in a behavioral pattern, right? Mm-hmm. So it gives you strength and vitality. So good for a, a workout. Wouldn't necessarily work out with it though, but after <laughs> your workout or before your workout, have a little meditation with it. <laughs> um, so it allows you to adapt with change. So obviously if you're going to do these um goals and you want to have a better like focus on these goals Mm. then you've got to adapt and you've got to shift and you've got to be aware that things might come up like what Nora was saying when you exercise and you start to change things emotions do come up so with leopard skin jasper it will do it with love and with care and really support and Mm. and and ground you it's very grounding and healing stone um, so yeah, it really help you to accept yourself and love yourself unconditionally. Um, helps if you want to reinvent yourself. So if you're going to go all out, get a haircut and go f- like the color sort of matching thing, ah. um, which I'm fascinated about. Like yeah, yeah. So it's it's good. Um, and yeah, letting letting go of the old part of you that's holding you back, basically. Releasing self sabotage and um, yeah 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 for people who just don't feel good enough, basically really that. helps that. Well done. So um, nice. You can hold it on your heart and ask Mother Earth to highlight what behavior and pattern is creating self sabotage and stopping you from transforming or achieving your goals and mm. allow that. Uh, frequency because it is all energy not necessarily positive or negative to let it go into mother earth so that's Mm. what we're going to do now in the meditation we're going to just tune into that so i would like us just to imagine that we have this beautiful crystal of leopard skin jasper um and imagine with all its spots and all its beautiful pattern mm. that um, we're holding it in our in our hand and we're going to hold it on our on our heart center. So I'd like you to just place your hands on your heart first of all. What, both of them or one of them? Yeah, one on top <laughs> of the other or one. Just imagine that you've got this beautiful crystal in your hand. So just if you can't imagine the one that I've just shown you, just imagine just any color crystal, but it has spots all over it. Just a spotty crystal a spotty in your hand. Okay. So you can you can sit comfortably or lie down, have a blanket, keep you nice and warm. And we're really just gonna allow ourselves to just tune into our body. So 
just focusing on your breath and slowing right down, just focusing and listening to my voice. So if you find it hard to envision this spotty stone in your hand, just, just intend that a leopard skin or a jaguar jasper allowing you to tap into that part of you that may be hiding. Just like a leopard in the jungle. Where's this power hiding within, allowing you to be who you really want to be? As you notice your breath breathing in and out, just imagine your skin is like holding this air, like you're a big balloon. Notice this balloon expanding and contracting. As you breathe in, you're expanding, and as you breathe out, just releasing a little bit. As you Breathe in, expanding, and as you breathe out, just softening. No need to change the rhythm of your breath. Just notice the expansion and the relaxing sensations. Notice if you can Tune in with your whole self, whole body, from your legs and your toes, hands, which are now on your heart, and underneath your heart, you've got this flame of desire. your heart with joy, gives you a spark, an intention. Sometimes it's hard to acknowledge this and if it is for you that's okay, just know there is this spark in your heart, this life force. Witness the space in your chest. I just want you now to ask the question, what fills me with purpose? And as you do that, I want you to imagine you're breathing in pure, brilliant, white light and breathing out just a release of anything that doesn't serve you anymore 
filling up your whole being, all the way to your toes and your head. And breathing out this air that travels through the heart, out of your body, leaving, allowing you to let go of this belief, of this lack that you may have so that it doesn't hold you back for your soul's intention on this planet. Freeing you up to journey where you want to go and be who you want to be. Breathing in the light and love into your being. And as you breathe out, you can see it as smoke or grey smoke. Just releasing. And I want you just to be with that and go again, ask yourself, what is my purpose here on this planet? to see 
exhaling breath is now clearer. to your feet, start to wiggle your toes, maybe start to move your legs a little bit, get some motion in your body, start to sway your back or sway your shoulders and your head, let it all go, start to feel Mother Earth's gravity pulling you back into your physical self. More Earth. More embodiment. Feeling your arms and your hands on your chest still. And your head now feeling more in the body. Wiggling your jaw, rolling your eyes giving yourself a big smile and with this imaginary leopard skin or jaguar jasper in your hand on your chest I want you to say thank you for showing me what I need to see today I will release you back down to earth and as you do that, take a nice deep breath in for me. And then on the exhalation, allow your hands to drop to your sides. And when you're ready, bring yourself back. You open your eyes and see how you feel. How are you doing? Sleepy. That was lovely. Going to sleep. That was glorious. <laughs> oh, I feel really floaty. Nice. Thank you, Suits. Thanks for sharing, Nora. And thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Oh, thank well, you so, so much. much. A pleasure right back at you. Thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. No, it's that. just been I awesome. Really like, for me personally, like, I just think it was amazing how my mindset has shifted just a little bit in terms of why you do it. And I think, mm. I think that could have been like a little bit of a, a light bulb moment for maybe a couple of people listening and watching, um, which I think yeah. would be really, really cool. So I'll be interested to know all yeah. of your thoughts back at home, actually. Um, if that's the same for you because it definitely <laughs> was for me so I found that really interesting <laughs> so thank you very much for sharing that with us thank and you and sharing no your time yeah after your busy day yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> lucky to have her guys <laughs> right well anyway I suppose yeah. we should draw it to a close now everybody I've had such a yeah, good time 
I've had a great time. How about you, Suki? It's been wonderful. My cheeks hurt. I've had such a good time. <laughs> That's always a and good these sign. These cheeks. Good. They, they usually hurt when I meet Nora and she makes me do those squats. Those kind of cheeks hurt. But, you know, my face cheeks. <laughs> Amazing. So if you haven't um, subscribed to us on our podcast, uh, please do, because there's more of those jokes coming at you. And obviously, if you're here with us on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give us a big thumbs up. I think that joke in itself needs a thumbs up. So do it, do it. Um, And obviously, hit your bell for your notifications. As all of that really, really helps us out, helps that algorithm and obviously helps us to continue doing this because then we know you are liking it. So with that all being said, Mm -hmm. take care, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye. See you guys later.